Hello and welcome back to the three C's for the Cross River Gorilla Project. My name's Kira and in today's episode we're going to be talking to the Cross River Gorilla Project's project manager Jenny Channels about her role as a project manager and some of the ways that people can get involved in the charity with current events and up and coming events. But before we're joined by Jenny I'd like to talk a little bit about the current situation in terms of biodiversity and conservation in the Levy Island Highlands. So, as you may recall in the previous podcast, I have mentioned about the humanitarian crisis in Cameroon at the minute. This crisis has drastically changed the lives of so many people in the communities around the Levy Island Highlands, as well as across the country as a whole. As many people flee to the forest for protection, the risk of hunting for bushmeat is increased and therefore so is the pressures to the wildlife and the biodiversity, not just for the bushmeat but also for the fact that humans require many of the resources in the forest to survive, reducing the amount of resources that are available to the wildlife that is situated there. Before the crisis began, Eurodef had trained 12 rangers from local communities in biomonitoring. This is essentially the collecting of data from the forests that can be analysed to create a model of the current situation in the forest. However, since the crisis has hit, most of these rangers, if not all of them, have had to flee their homes. So the Cross River Gorilla Project is appealing for the help to support the, these families and the rangers so that when it is safe for them to return, it is possible. The crucial data that they collect is so important for modelling the current situation that without the rangers being there it's going to be incredibly difficult to implement more conservation plans. So the hopes are that we can get more cameras and more people involved in order to create the best model possible. So in order to do this, Newcastle University is working alongside Eurodef and the Cross River Gorilla Project on this modelling project from previous data through biomonitoring that the rangers collected to try and model what was already there prior to the crisis and then once again after the crisis is finished, if it is possible. Hopefully, the, through the help of Cross, the Cross River Gorilla Project, many of these rangers will be able to return home when it's safe. Now we are joined by Jenny to talk about her role with the Cross River Gorilla Project and how the public can get involved with the current events that we have and some of the upcoming events. Hi Jenny, thanks for joining us today. Shall we talk a little, shall we start by talking a little bit about yourself and how you came to get involved in the charity? Okay, hi Kara, thanks for having me on. Really lovely to talk to you. Um, so I'm Jenny. I'm the project manager for the Cross River Gorilla Project. And I got involved through um, the CRGP intern project. Um, so it's a team, it's called the Cross River Information Team. You'll probably see it if you have a look on the website, we talk about the different projects that students have done. And I was part of the first group, I think back in 2016, and we did, we, we wrote like lit reviews about the different species and we went to committee meetings. We helped organize um, the, the first gala event that Cross River Gala Project had, which was at the Hancock Museum. So 
yeah, it was it was really fun. It was different from what we were doing before, um, where we were just like at lectures and and studying. Um, it was really great to see like the inside of a charity. So I stayed involved and carried on volunteering after. And then I think a year or two later, they asked me to be secretary. And then when I graduated, um, John and, and Kelly asked me to be um, project manager. So I just sort of, it's what I've been doing since I've graduated. What is your role as a project manager? And like, how did you find it working your way up the ranks to taking on such like responsibility now? Um, I've really enjoyed being involved and it's just such a fantastic opportunity. We get to do so many different things. So day to day, it's kind of, we do, I do some admin and like global communications, talking with the different partners as the social media to manage. Um, and since we've grown, I do now have a lot more help with these things, which is great. Um, there's a lot more work to do because we, we're growing all the time. We've got new projects. We've got events that we've been doing. Um, and a lot of supporters and um, so I've got Bexy is our education officer and she's been fantastic as well helping with the social media you'll have seen the advent calendar that we did the run up to Christmas um, so it's just it is it's a lot of fun talk to a lot of different people um, looking at what what we can do with the projects that we've got for example like the gorilla club we're trying to develop that to fit with English schools, but also we've spoken with people so that we can adapt it for kids in Cameroon. Yeah. Um, to try and help people learn more about the wildlife that's in the Labialum Highlands and the amazing biodiversity that's there and what's going to happen if we if we don't manage to protect that. Um, yeah, I imagine that a lot of people are already doing in schools as well because there is an element of education to in some schools over there at least for environmental conservation type thing yeah it's it's interesting to try and work out what's going on where so the area like specific area of, of interest for us is the labylum highlands and um, i know you'll have spoken to john before about the crisis that's happening at the moment and a lot of the children that are from that area haven't had schooling for about three years so there's quite a range from uh, situations where children just aren't in school and we're trying to help support education and um, when people are moving to different places we're trying to help fund their pencil cases and their funds and their uniforms and their books stuff like that just the basics that people need to to have their education um, and then you've got other areas of Cameroon where they do have some environmental education. There's some great people doing projects during their sort of um, extracurricular sort of time. So we're trying to work with people like that through Aerodef to sort right. of incorporate that into the education of those that aren't as lucky. Yeah, and sort of work with the people that are doing um, conservation stuff with the kids in school and work out what we can do to help and what they need um, and where we can help really yeah um as for the charity what do you think what what is the aims of like what do you hope the charity achieves in the future like I know you were talking about the education for people over there is there any like future big projects that the charity is working towards or anything like that so really long term and going back to how the charity started so back when I joined the charity and they didn't have this huge conflict happening the aim was to have ecotourism 
like you see and with the gorilla tracking in Rwanda. So the research centre and a women's and children's centre, um, these are the sort of aims that we're going to try and get back to when it's safe. We work with our project partners um, to work out when that will be and, and how that can be done safely. But I think um, the education projects are really important. And that's, that's something I was watching David Attenborough's documentary. I think it's, it's what was it called? The one with his witness statement. Um, and basically he was saying that to help conservation, one of the most important things you can do is support um, education. In the community. And Louis Louis when um, they they sent a video from Eridef about the pencil case project that we that we helped to organise, and he said there's no tool more important um, for conservation than women empowerment. And I just thought that's really what we're all about, you know, helping conservation and through that helping women, and it all works together. Um, just sort of the the three C's that I know your podcast based on <laughs> yeah three seeds um the, yeah no that's brilliant like it would be it's an amazing goal to try and empower and educate young mm. and older women too like community as a whole would be much more beneficial if everyone had the same level of basic knowledge about the rainforest and stuff as well Absolutely. um as for people in the uk then how or elsewhere but specifically in the UK, how can they get involved in the charity? Like, do we have any upcoming events that they can look forward to and keep an eye out for? Yeah, so the first thing to do is sign up for free on our website, and then you can get your newsletter into your inbox, and as well, follow us on social media. And this is probably the best way to get the really up-to-date info. But what we're working on at the moment is trying to put in place a Gorilla Week. This is something I've been really keen on for a while. We had a gorilla mingle back in March, um, so almost a year ago now, before the pandemic. <laughs> um, and I would love to have all those people that came and that were so excited. And John raised a glass and he said, shall we have another gorilla mingle some time soon? And everyone cheered and everyone said yes. And then like a month later, we had a pandemic and everything shut. So I'd love to try and bring that to a virtual um, event and put it in a gorilla week. So we'd have the gorilla club activities. Um, I mean, in the future, I'd love to have a gorilla workshop um, for kids, like you'd have a summer school day. Um, yeah, although I think that's probably something to do in person and we can use these activities that Lexi's been making. But yeah, I think... We'll try and do a gorilla mingle online and have a gorilla week with some fundraising activities, maybe a gorilla coffee morning with um, your banana bread and coffee. And this banana bread, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, and um, these are these are the sort of things that we're really keen for people to get involved with. We had a volunteer last year, again before the pandemic, host a gorilla lunch, and she had almost twenty-five ladies come to her house. And they all donated and John came along, our chairman, and spoke about our work and the gorillas and the charity. Um, and I think that everyone really enjoyed it. And it's the sort of thing we'd love to do again. So if, if, yeah, if people want to get involved and, and maybe adapt, this is something you can do online. 
we're happy to you know come come along to these events and talk and and give people a bit of an insight about the rainforest and the wildlife and all so that you can help do your part and help save them yeah, yeah. I 100% agree I feel like there's so many different ideas as well that we can try and do some fundraising for like you know in the meeting there was talks of like running for charity and all different types of things um and with February coming up people are trying to be healthier this Mm -hmm. part of this lockdown time round after banana cake season was the last (laughs) I have to say Um, yeah no I hopefully i'm going to put all the links or all the like apps for twitter facebook and instagram in the description of this podcast just below um well thank you for joining us jenny all right thanks so much for having me it's been it's been a pleasure really i feel feel like this one's been my most enjoyed one because of the the future hopes for everything gives you a bit of positivity to look forward to this is it we've got to be positive and as John says you've got to be ambitious 100% yeah one other thing just before the end of the episode the Cross River Gorilla Project is currently running a fundraising challenge called Peel or Pay with everything going on at the minute this is a really fun challenge that you can get the entire family involved with where the aim is to peel a banana with your feet and nominate five friends on social media to do the same thing If you don't manage to do it, we are hoping that you will make a donation to the charity. Tag us in the video too on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, all of which the links can be found in the description of this podcast below. I'll also add the website to the links below too so that you can keep an eye out for any future events that me and Jenny were talking about. If you haven't yet done so, I'd also really appreciate it if you could go and give the social medias a like and a follow. As you might remember in the first episode, I explained that this was a part of a project that I'm doing for Newcastle University as a third year student, which means there is actually a survey attached to these podcasts, which I would really appreciate it if you could fill out. It's just at the very top of the page under where the description of what the podcasts are. Thank you all so much for spending the time to listen to these podcasts. I really hope you've enjoyed them. If you do happen to have any questions for me, my email address is in the first page of the survey. I would really like to hear from any of you with any ideas, if you would like to hear more podcasts, if you would like updates on certain aspects of them or anything like that, please do contact me.